Well, good morning. Pentecost Sunday 2020. Here we are, week 12 of our online services because of the coronavirus lockdown. Time is rattling by. And uh, to say this season has been challenging would perhaps be an understatement. Uh, we've learnt lots of new things, had to do, uh, find new ways of, of operating, etc. And I think some of those things we'll take into the new era in which we go. Some of them we'll gladly leave behind. Uh, but it's been interesting over this period of lockdown, there's been quite a bit of uh, prophetic activity and words uh, coming through people with uh, a sense that God is speaking to us right now. And there have been a number of prophecies uh, that have brought a similarity to our time now with that of Noah in the ark. And if you remember the story of Noah in the ark, um, he was instructed by God to build this big boat, an ark, which would uh, enable him and his family and two of every creature and species to be brought onto the ark because God was going to judge the earth and flood the whole earth. And so he was going to preserve Noah and his family and all those animals. And when you look at that, and you can read the whole accounts in Genesis 7 uh, and 8, um, there was that initial period of rainfall, 40 days, 40 nights, non-stop, torrential, like nothing seen before or since. The whole earth is flooded and no one is family and those animals are preserved. And then day 41, the rain had stopped. But yet, Noah was still contained and constrained within the ark with his family and those animals so as soon as that initial severe lockdown if you like uh, had, had come to an end that first period that 40-day period he was still going to be held up for a long long time to come in fact when you read the accounts it's another 150 days five months uh, before there's much in the way of movement and I think in that period as we in this period, we need uh, faith, faith in what God has said, hope for the future, which we've got as we're people of God, but also we need patience, patience. And here on Pentecost Sunday, you know, we need not only faith and hope, but we need patience. And it reminds me of, you know, times that many parents will uh, uh, be familiar with where when our kids are little in the back of the car or you're on a journey somewhere and after a while they're saying are we nearly there yet patience we'll get there and the apostle paul in galatians 5 uh, is talking about the fruit of the holy spirit and he says the spirit the holy spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives love joy peace patience kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And how much do we recognise that we need those in this particular period, this phase that we are in right now? And perhaps our prayer should be, uh, today on Pentecost Sunday, Holy Spirit, come, fill us afresh. Let it be shown, not only in the gifts that work in our lives, but also in the fruit displayed from our lives. Would you come? We're going to pray a little bit uh, later, invite the Holy Spirit to come. But I think, you know, uh, often we think about the Holy Spirit, we think about the gifts of the Spirit. And um, a classic list that you'd find is one that Paul wrote of in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 8 to 10. And it's probably not the definitive list. There's probably a number of other things you could add to this. But 
there's a message of wisdom. He talks about supernatural gift of a message of wisdom, a message of knowledge, a gift of faith, gifts of healing. Lord, let gifts of healing be released to those who need them today. Miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in different types of tongues or languages and interpretation of those languages. And I think when I look at those gifts of the spirit, I think there are two things necessary. Firstly, if there's going to be a gift, there's got to be a giver. And of course, Paul says the gifts of the Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who gives these gifts to us. And then we've got to be on the receiving end of that. So there's got to be a receiver, but not more than a receiver, a willing distributor of those gifts. Uh, You and I being bold enough to step out and to use those gifts as God blesses us with them so that we may bless others with them you know those gifts aren't just for us to bless us they are that we may be enabled to bring God's kingdom into people's hearts and lives bringing healing miracles words in season and I think for the fruit of the spirit you know as there are two things needed you know for the the gifts of the spirit as the Holy Spirit needed and as us being willing distributors of them but I think a slight difference with the fruit of the Spirit. Um, there's still two things needed. There needs to be a giver. And of course, Jesus said, I'm going to the Father. I'm going to ask him to give you the Holy Spirit. So the giver is the Father. And he wants to release the Spirit of God into us. Therefore, we need to be, that second part, the willing receivers, you and I. You know, and if the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives, there will be evidence the fruit of the Spirit will dis- be displayed. You know, when challenges come, when difficulties come. Um, you know, an apple tree doesn't stop producing apples. And think, oh, I must produce something else. This is a tough season. No, it produces apples because it's an apple tree. And if the Spirit of God is truly at work in our lives and has come and residing with us, then the Spirit of God will produce his fruit in and through our lives that love peace patience kindness gentleness self-control etc and this and in this uh, phase of if you like receding waters from our lockdown we surely need the spirit of god clearly evident and displayed among us it wasn't really until the seventh month that the ark landed on mount ararat genesis 8 before you read that the total duration that Noah and his family and those animals were probably in the ark was around 11 months. You know, not only was it floating, but it came to rest on Ararat, but they didn't get out immediately. So there were different phases for them in their lockdown scenario, just like we've got different phases. That initial phase where the rain was coming down, they battened down the hatches, as it were. And I think we've had a period of that and we're coming out of that now. And then there's this receding waters phase, which is really quite a dangerous time uh, and it has to be tested. And it was interesting at our staff meeting this week, Jackie was commenting, you know, that the initial lockdown period, there was a lot of rallying around in the country, uh, people just stepping up to things and doing things. And, and it still continues to a degree. But there was a high level of community spirit that was evident. And now we seem to 
I've had a bit of a shift and a, a move to a different phase where there's a little bit more frustration and finger pointing going on. And we need to be really careful that as people of God, we have the right attitude that that fruit of the Spirit is evident in our lives. It was interesting reading this week that uh, Anne-Marie Plass, the lady who was the founder of the weekly applause for the NHS and care workers, she said, I think it's time we finished at week 10. And of course, week 10 we've just had on Thursday this last week. She said, perhaps we can make it an annual event, but probably recognising also that we have shifted phases. So how did Noah ultimately know it was time to come out of the ark and to step into the new normal for him and his family. Noah needed the help of a dove. He tried a raven but um, I don't think that was too useful. Um, so he sends out a dove and the dove would not be able to rest until it found a tree to land in uh, and of course it comes back um, because the tree line would be typically further down the mountains and it comes back that first time fairly quickly and uh, so indicates a number of things to Noah that perhaps time is not yet right for opening up the ark. Then he sends it out a, a second time uh, and the second time he, he comes, the, the, the dove comes back with an olive, olive branch in its mouth. And I, this is really probably quite informative for Noah. He, he begins to realise that the water is dropped down sufficient to the tree line, at least on the mountains, that those olive trees are now beginning to appear. But perhaps interestingly, you know, uh, an olive tree might grow 50 feet high. But um, the, the dove came back, so probably wasn't confident enough to build a nest. But I'm not an ornithologist, but... I think a lot of birds pick up twigs and things from the ground and then begin to build a nest. And if the ground around those olive trees uh, wasn't yet clear of water, there would be limited capacity for building a nest. So, so it's quite a bit of interesting data, as the scientists would call it today, uh, for Noah. Um, and then, of course, a week later, he sends the uh, bird out again, the dove out again. And uh, this time, of course, the dove doesn't return. And at that point, Noah knew it was getting time. It was, time was getting to the place where they could open up the doors of the ark, as it were. His family could come out, those animals could come out, there would be vegetation uh, available for them to survive in their new environment. And God then begins to speak and... In chapter 8, verse 16 and 17, he says and gives the clear command, Come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring out every kind of living creature that's with you, the birds, the animals, or the creatures that move along the earth, uh, so that they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful, increase in number on it. You know, I said uh, a little earlier that for Noah, the receding water phase was dangerous time. And it had to be tested. And I think that is equally the case for us as we emerge out of our own lockdown scenarios. We really need the gifts, fruit and guidance of the Holy Spirit or we are going to be in big trouble. The good news today, pending on Sunday 2020, is that the gifts, fruit and guidance of the Holy Spirit are available to us. Just as they were at the birth of the church in Acts chapter 2, where we read that on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, 
there was a sound, <coughs> sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames and tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. And from that upper room, they spilled out into the street and a crowd began to gather. And the crowd began to ask what's going on. And Peter stands up and begins to explain that this is what was prophesied by the prophet Joel. And people said, well, how can we receive? And he says in chapter uh, 2 of Acts, verse 38, 39, that each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God and be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you, to your children and those who are far away or those who are in the generations to come. And as we journey out of our own lockdown scenario, let's ensure that we have the Holy Spirit within us. Producing that fruit that includes patience, being guided by him and operating with the gifts he makes available to us. I'd love to pray and I'd love to invite you to pray. Perhaps you've never asked Jesus Christ to be Lord and Saviour of your life. I want to pray a prayer right now that, and invite you to pray along with me and invite Jesus to come into your heart and life by his Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sin and invite you to come into my heart and life by your Holy Spirit. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Saviour from this day forward. Amen. Now, if you prayed that for the very first time, we'd love to hear from you. And if you go to our website, there's a, there's a page on there called New to Church. And on there, there's a little form you can fill that in. Let us know what you've done today. We'd love to contact you and pray with you. But for each one of us uh, watching this today, Pentecost Sunday, I'd love to pray for us that God would fill us afresh. The outpouring of his spirit is still flowing, still available to us, that he'd fill us afresh today. Why don't you close your eyes and just receive from him as I pray. Father, would you pour out your spirit again? Fill us afresh today that the fruit of your spirit would be evident in our lives, that your spirit would guide each one of us in these challenging days. And Holy Spirit, we willingly make ourselves available to you. Let your gifts operate freely among us as we seek to see your kingdom come in greater measure. Amen.